So I've been here at the Raymond Corporation for about 10 years. Um, Starting quite some time ago, back in my school days, I pursued an undergraduate technical degree in computer science and then went on to obtain my Juris Doctorate from Syracuse Law School with a concentration in uh, law technology and management. Through that program, we studied study various aspects of technology transfer as well as intellectual property. Um, it was at that time I was first exposed to the true meaning of technology transfer. China had just ascended to the WTO, and uh, we were talking about China entering as a trade partner and the possibility for the United States to utilize China as a partner. So as part of my study program, we actually spent a semester abroad in Hong Kong. Uh, as Kong, Hong Kong was seen as the gateway into China for large companies in the U.S. looking to offshore. So when I graduated from law school, I went on to write patents for large multinational corporations. But to be honest, it really wasn't that much fun. I started looking for a non-traditional career, and that's when I joined my first industrial manufacturing company. And at that point in time, they were very interested in taking advantage of low-cost country sourcing in China. So given that I had spent that time abroad and I knew quite a bit about how to do that and some of the uh, guardrails on each side of the consideration, I was asked to undertake uh, that sourcing effort and eventually went on to do that uh, not only for that initial company, but several times over the next few decades, uh, whether it be China, uh, Taiwan, India, um, I have performed offshoring for many large companies leading up to today here at the Raymond Corporation. So spent the last 25 years in global manufacturing and supply chain with a strategic focus. So most supply chains have struggled over the past couple of years. Kind of walk us through what you and your team or even the company are doing to kind of help heal the logistics space a bit. Absolutely. Um, what we've really found is what's incredibly important in this phase we're in um, of globalization is the ability to be agile and flexible and really to reduce single points of failure. Uh, we have always primarily sourced in North America for our product, but we do have some products that, that are sourced uh, offshore that we import and really it's forced us to examine all of those sources, ensure we have robust supply chains, but also where we have those single or sole sources, those single points of failure, making sure we can be agile, making sure we have the ability to dual source is extremely important for us. We utilize advanced, advanced risk tools to help us understand the various tiers in our supply chain so that we can follow really all of our product from end to end and understand what we need to do to mitigate risk. So what advice do you have for the youth of today looking to get into the supply chain industry? What I would say is, is that certainly in the last five years, um, being in supply chain has changed dramatically as various administrations have rewritten the rules about what it means to trade globally. And it's had broad impacts um, on the way that we source here in the U.S. Um, those implications now force us to look at 
total cost and what total cost means um, in relation to globalization and whether offshoring truly makes sense when you're taking total cost approaches. Um, so really not going by the book that was written historically about how we would um, manage a supply chain, but more forward looking to really take into account the factors of today, take into account risk, uh, take into account that true total cost of acquisition. Uh, very important. And also, really, it's about being willing to roll up your sleeves and go and see. Uh, there's a lot of perceptions about what goes on outside of the U.S. Um, and if you're going to be in global supply chain, certainly in the industrial um, sector, you really want to go out and see and convince yourselves about what global supply chains look like, how they work. And it has to be one of those things that you're just naturally inquisitive about. So not just theory and doing things theoretically, but going out and learning, understanding your processes of how everything you procure is made from soup to nuts is extremely important. It's one of those things I found with people, it's either in your blood or it's not. And if it is, it's, it's a career that will keep you fascinated um, for many, many years. So then knowing all of that, then what would you tell your younger self? Um, what I would tell my younger self is to be respectful of other people's experiences um, because people are in various stages and they have different perspectives. And that's really our job as we go along the way is to gain perspective and influence people based upon perspective and being willing to engage more based upon true experience that go and seeing that I'm talking about. Um, we, in our world, we, we call it a go in Genshi Gumbutsu and uh, go and see. It's really important to do that and come back and share that perspective because there's so much education that can be done uh, here domestically about what goes on around the world. And it's important to uh, make decisions based upon fact rather than perception. So we're going to do a little bit of a lightning round to kind of get to know you a little bit better. Sure. Now you're in the hot seat. <laughs> dogs or cats? Jeez, my house has dogs and cats, honestly, wow. and rats, um, and has also had birds. So uh, it's pretty busy at the D'Souza household at all times. <laughs> that is one of my favorite answers. I'm sorry, but that is the best. <laughs> Breakfast or dinner? You know, I have to say dinner uh, because that is my stress relief. Uh, when I come home from work, I love nothing more than to uh, start cooking and prepare and deliver a great meal for my family. It actually gives me a sense of tangible accomplishment, whereas so many of the other things that I do during the day, they take much longer to realize or they're more strategic. So I love dinner and it brings everybody together. That's such a fantastic viewpoint of it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that from you if that's okay. <laughs> Shopping in person or online? Well, here in upstate New York, um, the reality is 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 we've been forced to go to much more online shopping, um, which ties right into uh, the customers we have here at Raymond. We make we make warehouse uh, interlogistic solutions products. So many of the online re 
large box online retailers are who we uh, sell to, who our customers are. So not only does it meet my own personal needs, but also helps support Raymond's business. Then what are your top three predictions or trends for the supply chain space in 2023? I do think we are going to see uh, many more companies reshore, the importance of reshoring after you do that total cost of acquisition math. Uh, many of the benefits that were historically there are no longer there, whether it be uh, due to just changes in uh, inflation in low-cost countries or uh, tariffs or transportation costs, um, we just don't see the benefit being there uh, as it has been historically. Second, I would also say going back to, again, going away from uh, single and sole sourcing, the need to be agile uh, is extremely important. Uh, we, We definitely see we see that happening. Um, and the third thing I would say is that to me, uh, we have an opportunity here in the United States, probably a generational uh, type of opportunity to bring manufacturing back. But it's a different version of manufacturing um, where there's much more automation, uh, industry 4.0 application. There's a tremendous opportunity here. We're in reshoring. Um, or whether you're thinking about the semiconductor industry or the clean energy industry, um, encouraging our supply chain partners to see that, to make those investments, help them understand the efficiencies. And that when we do bring manufacturing back to the U.S., we need to do it in a manner that it's going to make it competitive for the long term. So we don't go in another globalization cycle, you know, five to 10 years from now with the next low-cost country. We've got to influence our supply chain partners to make smart decisions about investing. So you're named a pros to know winner. What is next for you? Kind of what's on the horizon? You know, there is absolutely not a dull moment um, in my day-to-day, and it's interesting. People ask me um, what a typical day is like, and there really is no such thing as a typical day. Um, Very busy all the time. I'm, I'm very fortunate that um, I get to play a strategic role for Raymond um, inside of North America. I spend a ton of time in, in the clean energy space. I own that business for the Raymond Corporation. Um, and so focusing on clean energy uh, product development is extremely important. Well, at the same time, we certainly need to uh, increase our factory output over the next 12 months, which means growing an agile and flexible supply chain to enable that to happen and all of the systems uh, and processes to be in place to do that. So those are really my views as well as a a strong look towards sustainability in the next 12 months. Uh, Those are the things that are on my plate at the moment. Jennifer D'Souza, Vice President of Energy Solutions for Supply Chain and Leasing at Raymond Corporation, and one of the winners of this year's Pros to Know Award, presented by Supply and Demand Chain Executive. To learn more about Jennifer, go to sdcexec.com.